0: Welcome, everybody. Our special guest this week, Uh, Emiliano. Do you want to introduce yourself to to the folks who may not know you? What's up, gang? Uh, I'm Che's brother, and I'm here to ruin the evening.
1: Oh, Oh, no. Everybody run.
0: (laughs) Everybody run. Um, Just a little background before we really get rolling. We do have some housekeeping we got to do before we start rolling dice today. Um, one thing is that in the first games of D&D that I ever played Emiliano here was the GM uh, and it was usually just Che and me sometimes we had our whole group but it was a lot of me and Che trying mm. to not die and it was always a lot of fun so I am personally very excited to have Nano here with us tonight uh, yeah. you know It's going to be an interesting night. But with that said, let's finish what we're doing here. I want you guys, we're we're hemming and hawing about the the party economics, which I'm saying you need to have decided before we go any farther forward. You have added the total gold that uh, your party treasurer, Zach, uh, tallied up. And you have, it looks like now, after some final decisions about what to do in your downtime, some extra gold floating around. Um, So I'm going to entertain any last-minute purchases, and we're just going to retcon that in and say that you did that before you left town. We haven't really done much since then, so I don't think it will affect anything. Um, So take this chance right now, you guys, to think one last time about any items that you want before we're going to say And you're in the wild, and the Act 2 of this adventure, of this podcast, is going to begin.
2: Okay, sweet. So everyone has added the requisite gold um, to their individual pages. So, okay, what do we, what shall we be subtracting for the party?
1: Everybody subtract 25 for the
0: Healing 1 charges.
3: Got yeah, so I'm gonna add twelve, 12 to what we already have. That's so, a so
0: one wand with twenty four charges. Then,
3: mm-hmm. um, um, we used two already, so, so. it's
0: oh, one okay. with twenty two. Thank you, thank you for keeping track. You used two charges. Yeah. Already.
4: I am and unable then, to contribute twenty five gold pieces because you're omega poor. I, uh, I I spent the
1: share I got on stuff. All right, I'll put I'll put in the last twenty five then. So I'll go down again.
0: Okay. Sweet. Very good.
1: And then, does anybody actually want to buy something else? I think Bart is in the position where I don't, I kind of looked over stuff already. I'm not, the last time we shopped, I'm not like really uh, interested in buying anything right now
0: necessarily. You could save it. You could totally save it for the future.
2: I think just flavor
1: wise too, it doesn't make too much sense for me right now to like shop. So,
2: okay. I've purchased everything I need. I am good to go.
0: I guess, Michael, you're feeling good too.
3: Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Actually, I think I will take uh, the fine clothes that we were going to wear as a disguise and looking like fine, fancy pirates. <laughs> okay. And I think I'll just sell that while I'm in town because I don't think I'll need Sell <laughs> no, your pirate yeah, exactly. disguise. It's a little okay. extra weight and I'm not so strong. Oh. So.
0: Okay, yeah. Encumbrance, you know, it's, is going to be potentially a factor more so now that you're not walking around town and can say something like, I stash my stuff in my room and keep going. Exactly. You know, that's not going to be so much of an option. Okay, but I'm gonna then so that
3: for half price, right?
0: Yeah, half price. Cool. So, last call.
4: Speak now or forever hold your peace. Um the only thing I might have changed from stuff we already talked about was I did end up getting a plus 1 shield.
0: Nice. Okay. Yeah, nice. that's my in general I'm ruling that, you know, as per the rules of this book that we're running uh Magic items are requisitionable and sometimes available just in the town of Rinkobing. Uh, Zendros, Captain Zendros of the faithful quartermasters of Lulz, uh, is uh, more than happy to hook you up with a magically engraved plus one shield. Cool. And so that would be... Um, what did we say that was going to be? Uh, it was slightly more than a weapon. I think it was 450 gold for a plus one shield. Uh, I
4: thought you said it was three hundred plus the uh, item value. I think um, it. I can double check.
0: Was but I think I might have said that about weapons.
4: Mm, um, I might have
0: been, I, I might have said it wrong. But um, also I will say one thing, and we can, we'll probably wind up cutting this here. But you were absent for the um, RP discount session, um and did not really get to role play out something where you could get an item justified in the world so much. So uh, if you already spent all your gold, and to retcon that would be having to reverse your plans, forget yeah, about it, you have the shield, <laughs> you got a deal. And,
4: and you did specifically say 300 plus shield cost okay. to me. Th- the DM, then so then there you go. I, I, I recall that
0: vaguely, and I was like, wait a second, because I was going yeah. over today all of my receipts for all this shit, basically, and was listening back to two hours over and over again of us talking about items. And I was like, I said that wrong. Nope, I said that one wrong. And, oh, that's not how that works. And, like, you know, it was, it was interesting. But in general, it was a really fun episode to edit. Sweet. But with all of that said, last call is over. You have done your shopping. You all leveled up to five. Woo! And we're going to start off really in earnest. Is it, is earnest. it five,
4: or, five or six? I thought it was six.
0: <laughs> it's definitely Seven? five. I already Seven. changed it to
2: six. Yeah.
4: It's too late to change no, it. No, that's me. not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: okay.
2: Okay. Sense uh, sense so, to list.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. So, uh, <laughs> so I want to officially welcome you guys, the players, and listeners to the next act of the story here. Uh, You've finished now 20-something episodes it's going to work out to um, to get to here. Uh, And now we're going to check in before we forge ahead. What did each of you get? I want you to think about one, at least one, exciting thing that you got on your level up, And we're going to go in order, and you guys are going to, if you want, share what that one thing is. Um, If you have more, feel free. But Bart, why don't you uh, start with us today?
1: Okay, so Bart is finally online as a character, more or less. Kind of like what I was planning on. Uh, Mechanically-wise, crunch-wise, Conjure Animals is here. I'm going to do my best to make it (laughs) not the worst thing in the world. (laughs) <laughs> we had a little
0: uh, collaborative uh, chat about that, because it is yeah. a really vaguely worded spell. We'll get into it, I'm sure, more later. But yeah, yeah, you got a spell that allows you to conjure a varying number and a varying variety of creatures. Yes. Yep. Uh, and so the rules get pretty crunchy.
1: If you're familiar with 5e, you kind of understand what the spell is like and about, and what challenges it faces, or makes us like have to deal with. But um, either way, it should be a lot of fun. And it's going to open up a lot more options for what my character can do going forward. That is definitely the thing that I am most excited for, having reached level 5 in Druid.
0: Okay, so, thank you, Che. Next up, how about uh, Karzalek? Why don't you tell us what you got at level 5?
2: Karzalek is a level 5 fighter. He gets an extra attack to whack more things. Um, That's a (laughs) crazy thing. I also uh, ASI him up, so now I think come the next couple ASIs, he's going to take some real fun feats to spice it up. Uh, ah, yeah, very cool. More bonkage.
0: Very cool. Uh, what's your what's your strength at now? If you increased your strength,
2: it is at, so 18 strength and 19 constitution. So I think Damn. I might round this out with a couple fun, uh, hmm. yeah, supplementary feats to push it up.
0: Very very cool. All right. Um... Next up, let's see, uh, Crow, what did you get on your level up?
4: I kind of think mine's a little more fun to describe kind of in the, in the world uh, what okay, Yeah. happen with her. Uh, she kind of <laughs> left quickly after you all were talking about getting ready to go. Um, almost like a little panicky. And she disappeared for, you know, right up until you left. And when she came back, she looked like almost a different person. Uh, She had cut off all of her hair uh, because she's worried about, you know, being in the swamp, getting bugs in it, that kind of thing. Much more utilitarian. But most notably, she has on scale mail and a shield and is, like, armored and ready for war. That is a big
0: change. Um, Um, I actually updated my my Hero Forge. Like, you've been sneaking around in leather this whole time, right? Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. So, I got a
4: handy visual I'll share with y'all, and you know, not for the listener. You got, it. yeah. Let's let's, <laughs> let's check it see. out.
1: Not for you, listeners. and hey, maybe Go eventually away. we'll
0: get something like a, on our Facebook page, which does exist, or eventually a website. We can get all the character art up there. We actually have some fan art we can put up now too. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Where is this? Uh, where is this um, token? Sorry,
4: here, I can find, find. No worries. It. There we go. Well, actually, I uh, I made a couple of different ones. I think it's kind of oh, fun yeah. to like show the evolution of your token play. It totally oh.
0: is. Also, Hero Forge. Shout out to Hero Forge. If yeah. you ever feel like sending us some Next goodies, sponsor. I'm sure we'd love to uh, <laughs> have a chat. Please, uh, Hero Forge. Please, Hero
1: Forge. Whoa. Okay. So. So I have I have questions. Can I ask questions? Please, please. What does this mean? What, what, what did you do? Yeah, that's a good question. Have you also, uh,
0: Zach, if you want, you don't have to answer. You can Strange. totally be like, no. you can see when it comes
4: up. I think it's more fun to keep it as a crow.
0: Okay. okay. So Crow shows up with short hair, a metal shield, and uh, is ready to fight in armor that is a little different.
4: Yeah, I will actually say that uh, you would notice her armor looks magical, plainly um, enchanted. And it looks mm-hmm. like it's made of very small fish scales.
0: Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Okay, okay. So we got one left here. Trees, Rumble, Mountain.
3: Yep. Um, trees has a font of inspiration, which is the ability that I thought that I had a couple episodes ago (laughs) and I messed up and I had inspiration when I shouldn't have, which means Mm. now I get to get inspiration back on short rests. I thought I had it before I was wrong because I thought we leveled up to level five that session for some reason. Yeah, it, well, it's it, easy the to bard.
0: forget because the, the, uh, the amount that you guys leveled up in a 48-hour period in the game was substantial. Um. Yeah.
3: Um, so yeah, I got that, and now my bardic inspiration is a D8. And okay. I got third-level spells, baby. Yeah, yes. that's a big deal. Do
0: you want to tell us what you got? Uh, or do you want to keep it a secret? For the spells, um, let, let's keep
3: those a secret. This sounds
0: very fun. cool. I like it when when we don't know what powers your party has gathered, and especially for me, then I, I throw you guys a problem, and you can solve it in a new and creative way that I will not be able to anticipate.
1: Yeah, um, I feel like conjure animals itself was a problem, so I had to discuss. Yeah, yeah, no, and then <laughs> and
0: I appreciated you running that by me, even though I knew from the very beginning of this campaign when you were like, I'm thinking about playing a shepherd druid. I'm like, yeah. okay. Okay, I'm ready for that. (laughs) I I prepared myself for, uh, if anyone's familiar with Warcraft, the Rexar Animal Stampede. Just like full-on, like you standing there. Now I have the visual of you stomping and clapping there and just like a bunch of animals coming in from the woods.
1: Stomping, clapping, and whistling. I'm also just kind of interested, also, I wanted to get your opinion of what the spell actually feels like. like I've it a couple of times because I wonder how how stupid it is going to be. And
0: we're going to find that out. And you know what? On that note... I think let's go for it, you guys. Um, side note, forgive me if this music cue doesn't work right, but I'm gonna try it. The last little bit of info I need from you guys. A little bit of table talk. Let's get into the game here. No more gear and leveling up. What are your hopes, dreams, plans maybe? For this next leg of the adventure, and before you answer that, I'm gonna read a little thing. Part of it you've heard before; part of it will be new, and it is an introduction. So, over the last couple of days, while you traveled from Rinkobing out to the Bulabadur Basin, finding a place to sleep on the ground was nigh impossible. It was a little damp over you became acutely aware of the lack of substantial solid ground in this locale. The woods here on the rim are waterlogged and do not easily catch fire for cooking, warmth, or drying oneself off. Lonely snowflakes occasionally blow gently in the wind, and the skies are grey. The glacier, the namesake of Schlossglescher, is only a white gleam on the horizon from a, a high perch or on top of a tree. Uh, Erosion from the mountainside and the continual cycle of freeze and thaw has left the terrain here soft, with only the occasional monolith of rock extending haphazardly from the mire, a relic of a topography that no longer exists. Reeds, tall grasses, and aggressively blooming lily pads dominate the foliage, and anywhere that the surface of the water gets uninterrupted sunlight, algae blooms. Insect life thrums loudly at every hour of the day just with a different tune to denote the time. And fish leap at dusk and dawn especially trapping their buzzing prey in their gaping moths. You stand on this rock and it's about 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, it's a little chilly today and splayed out in this expansive valley in front of you are what appears at first to be rocks like the one you stand upon. But upon further investigation, even at this distance, you see that they are structures, overgrown and worn down by time and nature, to the point where they just totally blend in. Water can be seen running downhill from nearly every side of this basin. And there is one large rise in the center of the depression the slopes are steep but walkable Um, I want to know again the question is hopes dreams plans what do you guys do Uh, hopes
1: and dreams for Bart obviously kind of uh, obviously find Molly still kind of following that thread but I think a little bit uh, like woven in there maybe more than he would like to say at this point is kind of like feeling good about his druidic self and like feeling more connected to this part of himself than he has in a long time going along with the adventuring bit and then also kind of like very interested in finding that uh, staff of the python one that you heard like, about from Fairy. Yeah. Um almost almost like it's his kind of like spiritual quest or something like that. Like he's like minorly obsessed with it, but doesn't really want yeah. to admit that it's that important to him because he's like, Oh, I'm looking for my kid. Mm-hmm. But you know, half of his like you know, or, or like a quarter of his thoughts are kind of like dwelling on this.
0: And Keep like, your mind keeps resting yeah. on that.
1: And like I'm capable enough to maybe do this because I have, you know, this connection to to the natural world. Forgive
0: me if I'm wrong, but but is it sort of like you feel like you could wield the power responsibly and do good with it?
1: Yeah, and kind of
0: like it is kind of
1: like, you know, a sign almost like with with my increased abilities Mm -hmm. and capabilities going from just being a small farmer to being whatever it is that I am now. Mm -hmm. Like, I am probably kind of destined to at least try to do these things. Yeah. because who better to do it than me as far as I know.
0: Nobody else besides from I, my kid. Like If can't I was part so. I could I could imagine feeling that way. Very good answer. Um Anyone else?
4: Hey, yeah. Crow, uh, we'll Crow has a similar we'll Oh yeah, thank you. Uh Crow has kind of a similar main thought which is she too is desperate to find Molly in her case as quickly as possible. Because kind of her second thought, he keeps almost dying. Um, She has prepared herself because, uh, in this in this way, with armor and shields, because she is very afraid of being caught and killed, Um, specifically by Joby, who keeps finding new ways to torment her, and she knows that a uh, he could easily show back up as like a shadow or something else. Yeah, um, and but she is kind of relieved to not be in civilization anymore because she can't accidentally kill someone else who might come back for her.
0: As yeah, well. and also there's less things I would imagine that remind you of everything. Like you're not walking around rinkoping and seeing up on the hill the cemetery and like you know the the tavern where you saw whoever's related to him and the cliff where you saw him jump off. All those things, you're you're gone from there.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, she she, to she me. hopes to never go back, and she she sees this as like this is her second chance at life. Got it. New adventure,
0: fresh start. Gonna kill that dead guy who keeps coming after me. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: okay. Karzalek, you were ready. Go ahead. Yeah, Karzalek is wholly inspired and imbued, you know, with the title with this new title of Prefect in Schloss Gletcher and I'm glad you mentioned the setting Ben because I imagine him standing out on this overlook with his friends and you know he sees the speck of Schloss Gletcher you know off in the distance and you know he unconsciously kind of like thumbs that writ that's penned to his armor next to the wrinkle being emblem thinking that you know right now it's just such a critical time to find Molly both for Molly as someone who is you know, in his eyes, like, at Bard, at like, citizens of Flo Fletcher, but also now, like, seeing, albeit it's super far away, but just being able to see it reminds him how close this danger could encroach to his home and how important Mm -hmm. it is to just find a, like, resolve this mystery and, you know, ward off any danger that, you know, they feel they're walking into now. Make sure it does not reach, you know, his home.
0: Yeah, yeah. That all makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Okay, so
3: Trees. Um, Trees is looking to finally pay off these debts maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and obviously like um, <clears throat> super invested in finding Molly here. I think Trees like after the experience in Rico Bing, um is starting to like actually believe that they're a hero, you know, Mm -mm. and like that we're all heroes and like we're kind of a special group. So I think trees, like, I think maybe we have this, uh, fellowship of the ring moment with the music swelling at the top of this rock. (laughs) And I use my action to make my cloak billow in the wind gloriously. Hell yeah. Um, (laughs) and, uh, and yeah, I'll just, uh, yeah, I'm just ready to Figure this out with my with my gang here, and yeah. uh, hopefully not get into too much trouble and not yeah, get yeah. my fur too wet.
0: I mean, and and again, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would imagine with Tree's upbringing, um, hearing stories around the campfire as you'd travel around the mountains of Kasur, um, you'd hear stories of legendary heroes. And you became a bard who told those stories, probably never expecting, really, to become one. And now you've been involved in some truly heroic shit. And, like, let's all flashback for a second to that cartoon. As distasteful as their depiction of the Bullywugs was, uh, the way they depicted you guys. Like, superheroes. Like, and trees, the image arcing his bow back with, like, way yeah. fiercer feline face than your actual feline face. <laughs> um, yeah. And, like, like a tiger, like, reaching to, like, arc a, a bow with light to shoot through this bullywug knight who looks like, uh, if you've seen, it, a hearthstone, the, the murky paladin. You know, like, this little derpy little thing uh, with the bullseye on his head. So I love that moment. Yeah. That's, that's great. Good answers, everybody. One thing I noticed here was there's a lack of one thing still. What's the plan?
4: We will never have an answer to that question on this I, It's my job to ask. <laughs> the plan is I to stand motivated. What do you do? What do you do?
2: What do you do? What do you do? We're going to stand I, motivated yeah. on this rock. Yeah. So, so Wait. <laughs>
3: So what we see is, like, there's a nearby complex, some further complexes. This is all, like, uh, how many miles wide is this basin? You, um, you'd estimate miles and
0: miles wide. Okay. I'll see. Um, at least five or six wide at the narrowest points. It's not perfectly circular, but it is kind of circular, like, uh, maybe ovular. And, uh, one, one real-world reference point here. I'm glad you reminded me of this. Has anyone been to Crater Lake? No. in years.
1: And I honestly don't know.
0: You don't think so? Zach, no? Uh, don't know. Don't think Okay, well, go on your Googlers and <laughs> look at <laughs> Crater Lake, okay? The big difference in this scenario here is, um, this is not... A, a volcanic caldera as far as you can tell. It's not steep like Crater Lake is here, these huge mountains. I would say it's maybe a couple of hundred feet down a more gently sloping eroded depression, right? Where it looks like all water in this area flows to here. And it's so much prettier than Bulabador. Yeah, mm. it's, this is this Crater Lake is gorgeous. <laughs> I highly recommend it. If you're in Oregon, go to Crater Lake. It's amazing. It's um, like evil
2: Crater Lake.
0: We don't really know how deep it goes. It's amazing. Um oh. But so the yeah big difference is, you know, it doesn't obviously look volcanic. Um, it's f- relatively flat with the rest of the landscape here, until you reach this depression. Um, I would say it's closer to a sinkhole. And that's the
1: bluish area in the center.
0: Those bluish areas are pools of water where you can see that there's less organic matter obstructing the surface. Um, Where you sit right now on our map is overlooking the basin from the southwest. Um, And you're not quite on the map yet. Those, Those blue. Pools that you're referencing, Jay. They are like they gleam in the pale sunlight. Uh, Yeah, yeah, and you can see there's even moving water as well. But it seems like it's moving towards the center of
1: the basin. So, can I just pause at something here really quickly? Just kind of table talk wise in terms of motivations and where we should go. Like my thinking is just kind of like. It feels to Bart, and to me, that we don't really know what we're looking for here. We don't understand what this place is or what it is not, anything at all at this point. So I think Bart's motivation would be to look for a structure, because structure probably means something important and maybe other living things, then just go to
3: the closest structure. Heck yeah. Yes. Were were we told that there was a tower of Bolivador? A temple. A temple, okay, so we're looking for a temple.
2: And I would say, riffing off of um, Bart's observation and Bart's kind of kind of attack, I think also the party. I, mean, I would I would say like they probably assume it looks like this thunder ish sure. like in up ahead is probably the closest thing. And I yeah. wanted to ask Ben if Ben could provide a yeah. uh, just a general description of what is what's the general layout of the land up until this landmark sure. in front of the party. Um,
0: you think that you would have to cross miles. To get to that landmark, um, as well as of course descend down into the basin, um, as a start. Um, and there, you look around and you think that there's probably multiple ways to get down. Um, basically, you can say we come from the north, we come from the south, we come from right now. You guys are at the southwest, and there is a way down here. Um, you know, depending on which angle you enter at, you will be at the at the very least. A couple, maybe a few miles, to that structure that you're pointing out, and what it looks like to you is there are obvious sort of uh, sides that sort of arc out that look like it was at one point a tall structure that has now sort of slumped a little bit, uh, and there are visible steps that lead up to a individual. Uh, less encrusted unit on top.
1: Okay, I think so. We're kind of like standing on the lip of this crater yeah, that's exactly. down into the valley, right? Exactly. So, so I think Bart would take this moment to like pull out um, maybe his journal or something like that, or a stack of letters that he took that he would normally use to write home, and would mm-hmm. unfold one and like start sketching a rough map okay. of like the structures of importance to try to good work move. them and be like okay so like so do you want to should...
0: talk about the other
1: yeah, landmarks so that you
2: can see yeah so there's the, okay. the large temple to the north there's the tower and <laughs> Lex is a pretty simple guy he'd want to head straight towards the closest like structure yeah. and kind of work down the road like okay nothing here what's the next closest yeah. one bar that you mark down and then from there going onwards
1: well yeah that's like what Bart was thinking too. Is that like since we don't know anything about this place, like we don't know if it's infested with undead, right? So it's like, so like if we if we knew it was infested with undead, then it would be like okay, let's go to the most important place fast so that we can find maybe the like the highest chance of getting good information and then get out of right. here. But we don't know anything at all. So I
4: think like, we do. I think we do know one thing, um, and this is how why Crow would argue against going to the closest place first is that mm-hmm. Romal specifically said there is a drain and that's where uh, Crow's path is taking her mm-hmm. and he, he emphasized that so a drain would be at the lowest point which I, I think is next to the largest structure so Yeah. anything mm-hmm. that delays us from going there immediately makes it more likely that Molly's gonna be dead when we get there um, Are the two related though? Do we know well, they're
0: related? you guys do know one thing that I can clarify for you right now, which is that, there. and I posted it in the Discord, the information gathered when leaving Rinkobang, those were things that you guys rolled for to determine. And I typed up what I said verbatim, pretty much. Um, and that included, I believe the thing that ramal said to crow um if you look in srd Bullabudur and you scroll way up or look at the pinned things there are five pinned things um i don't know if it uses the word drain exactly but in drain the is a word i
4: i wrote down from our conversation
0: no there is there is the word drain so yeah. it, in, it says this is one of the pieces of lore that you learned The Bulubudur Basin is a deep depression in the land some several days travel away from Rinkobing and Schloss Glescher, somewhere out in the marshes on the western side of the fjord. The depression is a drain, some say, to the Underlands, where water leaks through the swampy filter down into the darkness below. Others remark that in the colder months, the water stops flowing entirely here and it becomes something of a frozen bowl of soup.
1: So from from that my understanding is that the depression itself, the entire thing, is a drain. Or am I crazy?
4: It would make sense if if it's not all the same elevation, the water will flow downhill. And if we could see the water flowing towards a certain spot, since sure. all water flows into the basin.
0: Yeah. The temple in the middle, more or less, of the basin. Uh, is the most complex structure that you can see. Uh, it seems like there are multiple levels uh, of this wide, square pyramid, uh, and the, the height that it reaches is almost to the same height as the natural rise. Um, it looks like the multiple rivers that flow into the basin kind of coalesce into three major branches. Uh, And their their meeting point is at the temple, though you can see that there is stagnant water, or at least water with an undiscernible current, all around. Um, So, Crow, you were asking a moment ago about the flow of the water. So why don't you go ahead and roll me a investigation check as well, because that's what you guys are doing. You're investigating this thing from a distance. Righty. Got a 17. 17 mm-hmm. is better than a 7. Mm-hmm. Um, what you learn is just by taking a moment and you guys are discussing your plans, you're watching the reflections on the water and you see that if this place is a drain and it's all draining in the center, it would be almost impossible to determine that from here because it looks like once the water reaches the lowest point in the middle, it doesn't seem like it just falls into a hole in the ground. It seems like it spreads out. So... It's kind of impossible with the information that you see right now to determine: does it all drop right there? Does it drop in multiple
4: places? Okay. So maybe uh, over emphasize what she was.
1: <clears throat> I mean, that's that's a fair thought, though. Like the idea that we should be looking looking for the place where or the lowest point, or following the current if we can find a current once we get down there. But
0: It's clear that there's a current of at least these three branches, right? Like, this branch flows to the middle. This mm-hmm. branch flows to the middle. And this branch here coalesces and flows to the middle. And then it spreads, it looks like. And, you know, the solid-looking ground down there, unless you see a rock protruding from it, it's not a safe get- guess to say that it's entirely solid and doesn't have water running underneath it. Okay, but continue your discussion about uh, what to do here. There was some interest expressed in going towards the first building, that is closest to you guys. These sort of squat, deflated-looking building.
2: Yeah, cars. Cars would motion towards that temple while kind of grumbling aloud to the party. You think Ramal could give us a little more specific directions on finding the temple here? Look at that. There's These buildings are miles apart from each other. Each one could be a temple. Each one could be a house from some overblown nobleman long dead.
4: Krode says, Hey, Romal? Are you there?
0: And you hear the faintest whisper.
5: Far.
4: Said far away,
1: Bart is gonna spit on the ground and be like, mmm, "Stupid arcane users, always oh, so god darn vague." That crow will nod along to that. Well, this this temple, whatever that is, that structure, is on the way to the other structures, unless we feel like just thwarting the the river. So.
3: So I was wondering, uh, is anybody else wearing this, uh, nice armor that, uh, it's easy to swim in?
1: <laughs> nope. Not, not
3: I. Otherwise <laughs> we could just float on down the river.
2: Uh, That's such a great... Aris just uncomfortably shifts in his full right plate. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you guys are you know, like, we bought all like, this like, cool
0: shit! We no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <Pro laughs> have so much that. money! Yeah, Where it did we get was, all that like, money from? Looks around, <laughs> not wearing seashell-covered armor.
3: <laughs> it's I, just me, which makes sense. <laughs> like, well, maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll go around party. to the other side and distract them. <laughs> 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 Anyways, it was just a thought.
1: Mm. It was a good thought, Tree. I, I could turn into something that could swim if I wanted to, but then you would leave everybody else behind, trees. so...
4: Yeah, let's not split the party. If we really wanted to, like, we could always do my little iceberg trick again. Also true.
1: But uh, why don't we at least get down there? We'll have to make our way to the river anyways from where we are. If you want to do that, let's get down and see what it feels like once we're down there and then make a decision.
2: Right. Notice how the river bends. It actually bends right by the temple we could head to first. And from there, if you have no final evidence, no clues... We can ride the river down to the bigger complex.
4: I don't, I don't care where we go. We just need to go now.
2: Then
1: it's it's agreed to that small temple first, or whatever that structure is. See see what it is. Who Maybe lived there. What was... Whatever is inside, perhaps. And then
3: on to the next structure, if it seems empty. I'm on it. I billow my cloak and then uh, begin uh, descending, climbing, and showing everyone the best route to safely cool. get down this. Uh, yeah. This thing. Okay. Stuffly, hopefully. Um.
0: All right, great. Uh, as you guys move down, you guys. I imagine you all follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as you're going down. <laughs> As you're going down this embankment here, you know, it's it's steep in some places, but pretty gradual, honestly. There were hills uh, outside Schloss Glacier that you can recall, Karzalek, that were far more treacherous than this. Uh, the, the trick of the, the terrain here seems to be that every time you take a footstep anywhere, it's just this squelch, and it, it moves under your feet. Um, mm. So... The slopes are steep, but they're walkable. And on the way down into the basin below, I need all of you guys to make me a perception check.
1: Oh dear! Perception, you say? A like
2: Ten for Karzalek.
1: Oh my God! Natural twenty for Bart.
2: Natural twenty.
1: What's your total? Twenty-four.
0: Very okay. good. I got a nineteen. 19, 24... Uh, 11 for crew. 11... And 10 for cars. 10. Okay, so, Bart, your head is on a swivel. Um, trees, you're expertly guiding people down and until you guys reach the bottom. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of feet. You have to do a lot of switchbacks in terrain that doesn't have any cut in at the moment, so you're just you kind know, of walking diagonally and then switching directions. Um... But you get down to the bottom, and once you arrive in the mire below, you notice that nearly all the terrain here is spongy and falls away under your feet, sinking you down into about four feet high of murky water. In some areas, it's clear from the floundering around that you guys do initially that it varies, and it's a lot shallower or a lot deeper. Uh, The depth seems to shift As you guys, I think we see you prodding the shoreline uh, with a stick from one of the gnarled trees here, you you can just tell that there's no rhyme or reason to where these depressions are in the ground. Um, You do notice also, Bart, with your perception check, you notice uh, just where the water starts to pool uh, and then coalesce into these little... You know, snaking rivers that all join the main river. There are these strange trees, these trees with guttering flames belching from even stranger fruits hanging uh, from their limbs. They're, they're bright red and they sort of cast in the gray light uh, of the foggy day today, the sorry, overcast day today. Uh, they cast this weird orange glow that must have not been visible from up above. And and you just notice that this whole place is a little bit smoggy, and it kind of smells of sulfur. Um, In the distance, with your amazing perception, you also pick up that there are some glowing plants of some sort, uh, yellow and deep purple. Um, It seemed like they're these lotuses that are uh, coming off of the tops of lily pads. Um, And just... The thrum of insects here is just, like, really loud. Just like... Okay. So, the goal is here, if I heard you guys correctly, to walk to... or travel in some way to... Where the rivulets coalesce into the river and then follow the river down, somehow to the first structure.
1: I'm gonna draw a path in the map, and people can like. Sure. Like, this this is what I was thinking, more or less.
0: So that's not rivulets to the river. That yeah. would be wading through multiple miles. These 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 feet measurements, just for whatever, they're not accurate. That would yeah. be wading through miles of swamp, not following the river to get to that thing. That'd be like going almost as the crow flies to get there. Mm-hmm. This was Bart's initial thought, right? Okay.
2: And what did other people think about that? I think Cars was in agreement with Bart. So, hoofing it
4: across the, the marshy terrain. Oh, yes. Unless we have reason to think that it would be faster to go to the riverbank and walk along, but I don't know if... Yeah. Could have seen like anyway. We're in a swamp,
1: like it's probably gonna get swampier when we get closer to the river, is what I would assume. Sounds
0: okay, so tell me what happens here. Um you said how deep is the water again? Uh it's about on average four feet deep, but it fluctuates sometimes much deeper, sometimes very shallow.
4: And okay, you ever been like
0: well, in a in a swampy area and you're like, look at that totally normal ground. Then you think for a second and your brain's like, that's not normal ground. And you poke it and it's just like, voila, and you could like push it away. And it's just like, uh, it's an accumulation of uh, organic matter on top of water is what it is. It's not really yeah. ground.
1: I think uh, Bart would pull out his rope and like offer to tie himself to Kari's and then maybe tie one of them to one of the, Taller members of the party, just so that if, just so that if one of us short people accidentally just falls into a four foot hole and starts to like drown, (laughs) we can just pull ourselves back up the rope
0: and (laughs) shallow (laughs) ground. How how tall are the short folk in the the
2: the small folk in the party? How tall are you guys? Uh, I think Cars is actually I I thought I wrote this down somewhere. Uh, Yeah, he's a dwarf, but he's not like he's like we're talking like high four foots.
0: Yeah, so your head would be poking
1: out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Bart is like three foot two
0: or something like that. So but your head would not be poking out. You need a snorkel. No. You yeah, need yeah a snorkel. I need a snorkel, and we got a snorkel. <laughs> oh, you guys Reed didn't Reed buy work. any snorkels. No. Goddamn damn it, the reeds. Got this fancy armor that works. I got this I fancy
4: armor. So
1: I mean, Bart Bart could turn into a fish if Bart you wanted can, to at this point. But
0: okay, but like. You're, you're presenting me with a couple of options here, but I, let's be realistic. This I'm going is not, with the rope. It's not going to work. Neither I think of these things yeah, are...
1: Bart, Bart is going to try to make his way through finding the, the, the shallowest water and making his way that way and then but, swimming in the What if he you're describing
0: to... to me, Che, I want you to understand is that you're describing me tying a rope around yourself and then three foot two walking into a swamp that's four feet high on average. So, what would you be? What would be the word that would describe your condition the moment you walk in there? Underwater. So then, she now I'm asking you, how long can you hold your breath? So tell me what really happens here, because that's not a solution. I think piggyback on the way. Can anybody carry Bart? I'm I mean, sure Carslake could. Bart, I could be Bart. on cars what's in my shoulder. What's your total right? weight?
3: <laughs> cars like is barely. <laughs> all water your, anyways. <laughs> yeah, with all <laughs> your
0: gear. Okay, what's your total weight?
1: I mean, I, I have. Uh, let's see. There's no place on this for, in the.
0: Well, there's a on your character sheet. There's a there's not place actually. for height, weight. Yeah, there is. It's absolutely there is on the um, bio page. Yeah, there's oh, a place yeah, for sure. height, weight, eye color, hair oh, yeah, color.
1: So, oh, yeah, so, so I'm 67 pounds.
0: So 67 so. pounds plus however much the weight of all your gear and items are. Mm-hmm. So
1: probably like close to 100. I would imagine. Do you actually do you not have a number. I do for have a number. Posterity's sake like here because
0: I'm going to be keeping track of this stuff and these are moments like when you're out in the boonies and you can't be like, I'm shopping and leaving my gear back at the Oland house and yada yada I'm going to ask you questions like how much does your character weigh? How tall is your character? And you have to be able to answer so, This is very strange
1: what's happening right now It's not letting me scroll down to the very bottom so let me just okay, the story
0: Well, already. Let's move yeah, on so thir- from there 13,
1: 13.2 pounds of, 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 of,
0: of stuff that seems completely implausible. We'll have to talk about how much items weigh later with you, Jay. Um, sure. Thirteen pounds of stuff for
3: you—it seems just not like possible. Yeah, too low. Um, so, yeah. table talk. If we go through the river, we'll be going much faster than fording our way through a swamp. Right? Yeah.
2: At this point, I'd imagine cars would be an absolute drag. Like they could—I think they could make it beeline in it, but it would be a long painful process of, like, trying to find the shallowest areas, you Mm know, like, there's no... Otherwise, cars would just fall into the first five-foot-deep hole and drown under...
0: (laughs) Yeah, you guys could (laughs) take a ten-foot pole and probe a hole and be like, how deep is this? And then go across that. And then, like, continue that process. If if, if you break down travel into slow, normal, and fast, this would be mega-super-duper slow. Mm -hmm. And you guys would be moving at a snail's pace through the edge of this marsh. It is now, I'd say, about 3:45 in the afternoon.
2: Um, I have a silly question from, you know, from any height like on the rim of the Bulabador, are there any like ways into the into this crater that are are no, that don't pass directly through bog?
0: Doesn't look like it. It seems like there's just this patchwork, this Jackson Pollock of mm swampy holes, and like, you could do your best to zig and zag, but it would always be that, no matter which angle you came in from. Like, you're in—when you come to the edge of the Depression, you're already in Marshland. When you look into the Depression, it is a giant sinkhole filled with vegetation and water, with some little bits of land, but really what you notice that's sticking out of it are ruins and these big rocks, right? Those are the things, occasionally you see like a ridge line where it looks like even the terrain itself has cleaved off from the other terrain and is like sinking down. And there's of course the one piece of land that really looks like land, which is the central rise with the big tree.
2: Okay. Um as a player I would say yeah take the river. That's smart. Cars is very straightforward though. Like Cars would be like we're like if this means we just got to take that 10 foot pole and like slowly probe our way forward, you know, step by step. He would he would go that route unless convinced otherwise.
1: I would say Bart probably would feel kind of similarly like I I think that Bart would try to make his way this direction and if it doesn't work then
0: You guys can do that. Is the party to the resolved river. to do that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay. So then, I know, Bart. I'm not sure about it. But... Okay. So Bart, you're underwater. Now what? You're you're holding your uh, breath.
1: I, I mean, I'll ask. I'll ask if if uh, Cars like Cars like you you could could you, like, maybe carry me? If if not, I will. I'll try to turn into something that can move quicker through the bog.
2: Yeah. Cool. Cars like definitely looks unsure. Like as he proceeds to try wade in, and he realizes like, oh, this is like literally at my neck. Um. You know what? All right, let's try it. But if I sink, you're gonna have to find your way <laughs> out on your own. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, like, there's gonna be from time to time, like
0: as you guys struggle as well, trying this out on the rim of this basin here at the bottom. Uh, you. You, just, you learn quickly that, like, with the changes in depth, even Karzilek sometimes has to swim. So mm-hmm. you guys have to hop off and then get across the six to eight-foot area where you're, you know your feet just don't reach the ground. Or if you try to trudge through, you'd have to be underwater. And, you know, imagine wearing plate armor in a swamp. And then yeah. having a goblin on your head—it's horrible. <laughs> it's awesome. It's, man. it's awesome.
2: I love, it's love horrible. the visual.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean,
2: right. when it, I, I imagine them like like trying to grab off off of like any sort of like rotted trunks, anything yeah. that could provide them some sort of like holding okay. as they try to navigate Perfect. their way.
0: That's great. And we see you guys for a solid fifteen minutes. Make your first push through this morass. And you eventually, I think we see you guys reach a, a hummock of dirt that's a little bit more stable than the surrounding area. And you all perch on it and you're just covered in grime and mud and anything that you didn't have water sealed is wet
4: now. Um, um, so Crow's having a flashback to an earlier time when we were futilely pushing against, you know, in a way that wasn't working, which was when we were trying to sail that <laughs> ship.
5: And I think the same
4: solution is coming to her. It's like if uh, this boggy water is the problem, we change the water. And she can do a few things with the water. She can make it move, like part it. She could make it clear so we can see through it. She could freeze it in big cubes, so we can kind of like to freeze a cube, we step onto it and make like a frozen path as we go. But you could basically make like a 10 by five foot frozen chunk at a time, which might work. Make a path 10 that by five is, is,
0: I was gonna say, a five by five or something smaller than that. I could imagine having a hard time getting on top of, or it'd just be a horrible slipping hazard. But if you can really, you know, shape it to be this 10 by five area, you guys mm-hmm. could feasibly do this, and, and it might be. Comparably fast to trudging through the muck mm. and getting Karzlek's boots stuck in the mud.
1: I mean, we could even Let's make like try a, it. Yeah, make a little like a uh, raft out of ice, and then just pull it around. Like we could yeah. make a raft guess, too. Right.
0: You also, could also
3: try to he, make
4: a raft out of not ice.
3: Mm-hmm. True. Would it and be sled?
4: Would sled. be sledding.
3: We could <laughs> take off our armor to move quickly. Also. Can, would trees be able to climb from tree to tree and move? They're not close enough in, in every
0: okay. location. I think from time to time there's like a copse of trees, and you're totally able to do that. And when you get up there, you you kind of like maintain your group's heading, and you're like, yeah, okay. keep going that way. But
3: well, um, I could sacrifice my armor and uh, for one of the smaller people, and you guys could struggle less. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then yeah, you could just we could just. Give it back to me later.
2: I like this raft idea. Um, I see. Like I'm down to start with this ice raft, and if this if if it proves too cumbersome, then if it means we have to try build a janky raft on the fly. But I mean, yeah. Heck, let's let's. I'm down to have Crow flex flex a little bit of magic.
4: Well, okay, so the way I'm envisioning it is like she's just making an ice path as we go. Okay, so, a path or a path? raft. Let's uh. Uh, I mean, uh, she can freeze it five feet deep at a time, mm-hmm. right? So if it's generally yeah shallower than five feet, she can make yeah. it frozen down to solid ground as we go. Okay. So we're just walking on ice or... That makes sense to me. Or that just like, seems m- like
0: the best solution just as your GM, like mechanically. Yeah, yeah I it think seems so like too. Worked, it works the easiest.
4: Or, charge, or make like a little sled and... Yeah. Bart can become a Beast of Burden and just pull us like a little... what? This is
0: this is your chance at redemption for what happened on the boat. Get you, you, you could, a water buffalo. You know, and for the listener, there's a deleted <laughs> scene where we just didn't know how to play D&D, and we thought that Bart could transform into a fucking jet engine for their boat.
4: <laughs> a but, bat uh, that could pull a ship. A yeah. <laughs> there you go. But we were More wrong, we and, we so, uh,
0: and so they had some trouble in the fjord, and then they got to
4: Rinkoping. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's freeze our... Let's let's Iceman our way there and uh, see how that goes. Yeah,
4: exactly. That's what I'm seeing. I like it. Sure. So that's, to be clear, path, not
2: boat.
0: Yeah,
4: solid path of ice. Okay. So... you used this trick a few minutes ago, Crow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys are all covered in, like, (laughs) black (laughs) and gray (laughs) muck. And...
4: It's much more enjoyable if you suffer a little first, and then you finally
0: Wipe your eyes of the mud, and you're like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it'll um, be a while
3: to get the smell out.
0: Yeah, it smells not good. Also, the smell of this entire place is a little sickeningly sweet, as remember, uh, you're now starting to pass by some of these faintly glowing yellow and purple lotuses that are on top of lily pads. Lovely. Yeah, and they're pretty big. They're like pumpkin-sized. We're gonna eat one of those later. <laughs> at least our smell is blending in now. Yeah, trying to smell any one thing in this soup, you probably would have to be specially adapted to do that. Um, okay, so you're moving along, and I would say you you spend if you don't have any other ideas, you spend around an hour walking like this. Okay. and you you arrive at. Uh, actually considerable chunk of land that holds your weight Um, and you feel as you're standing on it it is not anchored to the ground Um, whatever the ground is here it is floating freely in the swamp but is solid ground for you to stand on Um, and I think we see you guys sort of standing there for a second and that thrum of the insects it's just been so loud this whole time, and it it's like annoyingly loud. And eventually, I think each of you kind of like feel bugs land on you while you're taking a breather before you do the next chunk, and you're swatting flies away from your face, and you just hear this thrumming of the bugs getting louder and louder, and way, way louder, It's like deep, loud rumbling now. is like, and uh, you can tell that it is coming from this copse of trees that you can't quite see into. It's beyond another stretch of water. Um, And you even just, it all, you guys are probably being as cautious as you can, I would imagine right now. And you're all quiet and you look over at the water near this copse of trees and it is just Faintly vibrating. What do you do?
2: Mm. Is this copse of trees between us and our destination?
4: Yes. Shit. How, how big is the cops?
0: I mean, it's like a, a considerable area of trees. Yeah. Like, as far as you can see from left to right right now, the next yeah, okay. kind of line of thick foliage, um, seems like behind a screen of underbrush and trees,
4: there's something vibrating. Like a what? It's kind of functionally like a moat for us.
0: Yeah, there's like one, like, you think you could traverse one more stretch of water like you have been, or swim it, or do something else, uh, and then you'd be able to enter that copse of trees and maybe get a glimpse at what's inside there.
2: Anybody want a glimpse? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Anyone curious? Maybe just quietly, slowly. If there doesn't seem to be like um, an immediate other option, like the the view ahead is mostly just these trees that are vibrating, Bart would probably just want to approach slowly and maybe try to speak to this bug life as he's getting closer. Bug life. The bug life. Bug life. Okay.
0: So bug's you. Life. How do you make your way up? Did you say? I'm sorry,
2: I must have missed it. If you
0: did,
1: um, it depends on whether everybody else feels comfortable going forward or not.
2: Cars is down with cautiously approaching.
1: Yeah, that's what Bart is feeling too. So, if if Crow keeps freezing the 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 the, the water up for us as we walk up, Bart will maybe kind of like come up next to Crow and be like, mm, "Hello, we, we mean you no harm." We are just looking for
0: others of our kind. So you, you move across this water, and you begin speaking to the bug life. Yeah. Okay. Are you alone over there, or is everybody coming with you?
4: I think Crow is with Bart because uh, she's kind of freezing the chunk that the two of them step onto and the others okay. are following on a chunk shortly behind okay. us. It's the way that I see it. But you yes. guys are
0: yeah. more or less within, you know, a relatively close distance of each other and you're all making your way over yeah.
4: there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yes. think okay. Trees has
3: their bow out okay. ready for something okay. scary to happen.
0: Sure. Okay. Um, You you speak to these these insects and you just hear... You know the the chirping and uh, cacophonous sounds of insect life as you sort of like like tuning a radio. You tune into the animal frequencies around here, and it's really hard to pick out any one response from you t- trying to greet some animals as you walk into this thing. One beetle enthusiastically says hi to you, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, will, I will like I will acknowledge that beetle. Like, that, that's me. That's. That's why. Oh, I'm I'm That's the entire reason video. that Nano's <laughs> here. Nano, what are you saying? I'm just like, "Suh,
6: dude. I'm like, Suh, dude.
1: I fist bumped okay. the Beetle. <laughs> you absolutely smash it. You're pretty, you're pretty um, cool, Beetle.
0: <laughs> but uh." Yeah, you, you try to talk to these bugs, and they they're they're bugs, and they're living their best swamp life right now, and they don't mm. seem to have anything to say other than it's like walking into Times Square and being like, "Hey, can I get directions?" Yeah. Nope. But,
1: <laughs> um, but, but but I guess like what Bart is trying to get here, there's not like some foreboding thing. Like there's not like some voice that responds like "Go away" or
0: no, something. no, no voice responds yeah. saying "Go away." You don't get attacked by a ghost, or and no no bullywugs show up either, um, but. You do see something as you sort of like pull a frond of a fern back and you see something. It's a little still far away from you, um, and it's making its way through the underbrush. Uh, A head is a low and large shape moving slowly behind the trees and reeds. It glides like a boat but makes a wake like nothing you've ever seen. Geometric patterns in the water thrum across the surface. Atop this shape, several figures move about in the swampy shadows, and you can make out a silhouette of some sort of wooden structure atop it. A treadmill crane is visible as well on top of it, and what only looks like you know, some barrels and crates as well uh, on the side. There's vines hanging from it, and it moves very slowly, thrumming through the mire.
1: Okay, is it it heading towards us? Like
0: No, it's heading, if you were to guess, it's heading towards the center of the basement. It at least is heading the same direction you guys are heading. It's uh, along the river to the center. Someone operating a ferry here?
1: <laughs> that that seems very unlikely. Who would you would want to come down here and take a boat ride? It's a it's a machine. Feels like trouble. It does feel like trouble. But perhaps best to keep an eye on it, just in case. I, I didn't sense anything overly hostile in Barton's going to gesture at the humming, bug, bug-ridden bug cops of trees. Just some very enthusiastic natural life.
4: So I say we keep going. If we don't think it's a friendly group operating a ferry? Is it a hostile group uh, from whom we could part their ferry and use it for ourselves? Just a thought. I'm not against the idea. I
2: dare Follow it a distant horse. Let's let's try to get closer to it.
1: (laughs) Yes, I like it. Good idea, Crow
4: do it i think uh okay uh, crow definitely the table talk wise crow wants to be invisible um okay so if anyone else has ways of making themselves sneaky uh you can do so and i can always make another person well, if we want to mm-hmm. you know can do so now
3: I can nope. cast blindness on myself. Does that
4: make me invisible? Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> yes. To uh, your, to lateral. <laughs> pink, pink. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> is, he,
2: he's a noisy dwarf in plate mail, and that's just the fact. Yeah.
1: Bart, Bart, Bart's got what he's got his natural stealthiness, but that's it.
4: Mm. Yeah, I got. No in idea. that case, we should just try to ambush it as quickly as possible before it gets farther away. So let's just try to get up on this
1: thing kind of stealthily and see if we can either do it. It's okay. general feeling. That feels good yes.
4: to me. Yeah, okay. I think I'll, I think I'll just uh, try to be stealthy and not be invisible.
3: Um, how far away is this fairy thing?
0: Um. It's hundreds of
3: feet away at this point. Oh,
0: hundreds of feet, okay. Okay. Just do you want to
1: like come from different angles? Split the party? We have to hurry, the party. Whatever, whatever we do. Bart, let the, party. the Let's, party? Bart, I mean, like, upon hearing the suggestion, Bart is going to start forging forward, trying to be as quiet as he can.
0: Um, All right, Bart, roll me a stealth
1: check.
4: I will. And also, Ben, exactly. is it moving faster than we are traveling?
0: Um, walking on the ice, you think that you're probably moving uh, a little bit faster than the okay. attack it's really slow like you see it move through the trees and the reeds and it just like slowly nudges them out of the way and and from your distance at hundreds of feet away this thing is roughly the size of that creature that you guys fought on the bridge would be a good comparison oh wow so quite large very large not as tall as that but like this huge yeah. squat low chonk. it's just like wow wha- oh, okay. yeah.
4: Creature that w- with the something on its back, like much like the thing. We've... In any case, um, um the, the freezy oh. spell is silent, so it's silent. Okay, yeah. And so, what was your result, Jay?
0: Eleven stealth for a bard stealth check. Okay, so not um the best. You're able to move up. Does the party follow at the same time, and all want to attempt a stealth check?
2: Um, Crow at least does. Okay, go ahead and roll me a die. Yeah, I think, Anyone um, who wants to go ahead, and do it. A, I think the party's terrain. kind of all together in this terrain, so yeah. Okay, so you guys are all doing the sneak up together. Yeah, and I think full plate is disadvantage on stealth checks. Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, the, 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 the second ice cube can be fairly far away. If you want to stay like gonna... behind us, okay. I'm kind of moving two parallel yeah, pieces. It's of ice.
0: up to you, cars. Like, if you want to move up with them or not. Either way, I'm going to say that you should roll a stealth check because if you're just sitting there clanking on an iceberg, I think that also. <laughs> Uh, is cause for a stealth check right now?
2: Okay. Um, I guess. Shoot. What do you guys think? Should call I mean I'm 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 open to either way. If we have, if there's a reason behind any argument of him being staying with Barton Crow, but he is admittedly less stealthy. So, at the same time, if he's too far away and shit goes down, yeah,
3: I don't I know. So is, a this is the difference
2: between
0: a a hiding 120 check 120 and a days. moving forward and stealthing check? Right? You can remain I, where you are yes. and hide. Or you could move I'd, up with the group.
1: I would say just come with us. Like we yeah. don't know really okay. what's going on at this point.
2: Alright, here comes a mm-hmm. super shitty stealth okay. disadvantage. <laughs> That's a five.
4: Alright. Nice. Okay. Better than zero. <laughs> nice.
3: So trees are twenty-four. Nice.
2: <laughs>
0: Got it. Good timing yeah. on that. Um yeah. trees moves through the marsh. Just so quietly, like feeling inspired. They are a hero. They have come so far, and they Use my move up and
3: below my cloak.
0: Yeah, like billows behind <laughs> violently. you. Violently. Yeah, just really quietly. <laughs> like you, you, you stand for a second. You're like, I look so fucking cool right now. I'm like Robin Hood. <laughs> I don't know. And who then, that is. Uh, and you look behind you, and your druid companion, and your and your roguish companion. Uh, they're also moving really seriously. And you look back, and Karzalek makes this, <laughs> this sound as his boots go through the muck. <coughs> 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 and you hear the clinking of metal against metal, and you hear one time a little dwarven, oh. <laughs> and um, you, just, you just know in your heart, Trees, that if there was anything there to hear you, they probably heard you. And I want you guys to check out this new map. Oh oh <laughs> mm. I might want to check out this new map. Oh okay, you're in the bottom left, approaching Ooh, from the southwest. Cool. I want you guys to um, continue to tell me what it is that you do here.
4: We can see the contents of the you middle can of the
0: map. Yeah, it. I know that you can see what you can see. Okay. Um, It is daylight out right now, and you can see the guttering flames of the blossoms in the trees. You can see the yellow and purple glowing uh, lotuses, uh, and the uneven, swampy, marshy terrain. So it's moving very slowly ahead of you, and I think you see the figures moving around on top of it? And what are those figures doing, Emiliano?
6: Yeah, so there are four figures, um, human in shape and size. Uh, One appears to be piloting the strange vessel using some sort of hovering metal orb. It's absorbing a lot of his focus, so he's not paying a lot of attention to his surroundings. One is hanging idly over the edge of the railing, um, playing with a small orange and black snake, which is moving back and forth between her fingers. She does not appear to have noticed you. Two others are engaged in low uh, guttural conversation um, and appear to be eating lunch or something like that, Uh, eating a haunch of pale, raw, unidentifiable meat. Um, hmm. Yeah, milling about. The, the, the barge itself is moving very slowly, as Ben said, at roughly a walking speed. Uh, it's not like it's speeding past you, and it's moving slowly enough that you can make out the activity
4: on deck. Okay. I think Crow, I think Crow whispers Wait. to the others, Are we pirates? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we pirates. Oh, yeah, we're pirates. I gotta idea. If, if
3: we're ready to take them. They might.
2: They might not necessarily be bad folk. <laughs> oh, best. Oh, best.
0: Oh, right. Okay.
1: Best.
2: a the
0: barge
1: they are.
3: The barge is three <laughs> feet farther. At this yeah, point. yeah. Please, please go. Moves,
6: do it. It moves just a little bit. It's like a brisk walk. I look wah, wah,
3: wah. really quickly to make sure everybody's on, and if we're on, I'm. Are we? Get,
4: Crow are gives we gonna you two thumbs him? up. Yeah. Two votes. Nod.
3: <laughs> All right, then. Um, I would like to cast. Um, I'm <laughs> going to. Let's see. It's time to use the drum again. Um. I'm going to try to keep it quiet, obviously, but, um, I would like to, um, start, uh, just drumming a, a, a little pattern, and, uh, you see this weird, like, kind of glowing magic in, uh, in, on the drum, and I'd like to cast Hypnotic Pattern as these, uh, pattern. strange little dancing cats all of a sudden <laughs> appear in a 30-foot cube on the barge, and, okay. uh, they have to succeed a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. So they'll just Ooh. be obsessed with these super cute little cats that so are 30,
0: 30 foot, I believe, could encompass all of them.
3: I think so. Yeah, it looks
0: yeah. like it. Yeah. Okay. I'll draw I'll draw a thing. One, two, three, four, five, and six. And they're within yep. hundred
3: and twenty feet, so.
0: Yeah.
6: I
3: think and that is a is... wisdom save. There's state, your
0: yeah. there's your radius right there of the illusion, or the hypnotic so, pattern, um, rather. Okay. Very interesting. All right, this is going to oh, take yeah. a minute. While
3: charmed by the spell, the creature is incapacitated <laughs> and has a speed of zero. The spell ends okay. for an affected creature if it takes any damage, or if someone else uses it, uses an action to shake the creature out of its stupor. Okay. My DC. What is it? Look like Where's my DC right? My DC is fifteen. It doesn't. It's not right on the chat. Um, it looks like a bunch of little uh, cute, glowing, dancing cats just like sprouting out of okay, right. the barge. They're like um,
0: standing on the surfaces of the barge and like dancing, like as if I'm they're I'm thinking animated It's a bunch of super or, like, cute kittens, kittens
3: okay. that are like playing around with each other. Okay. Just like cute you conjure kittens. an
0: image from your kindergarten days and <laughs> a bunch of cute kittens playing with each other. Yeah are frolicking exactly. around on top of this weird floating barge and uh nano when you're ready <laughs> <Rolling> <laughs> should tell us well. who, uh, oh, cool. who, uh, yeah. who succeeds and who fails uh he is rolling in front of us here
3: on roll 20. that's three failures bad, bad. three failures
0: yeah my dc is 15. dc 15 is a 14 <laughs> 14. yeah
3: let me just
6: quickly um flag that uh they all have advantage on saving throws against spells, oh, so that's the first Ooh. round. Oh, that's the is. first round.
1: <laughs> Very yeah. interesting. The so one definite save. Yeah. All right. The first, and then now we're rolling for the
6: first again, and we're failing to roll <laughs> properly. That was a oh, success. And now 20? we're rolling for the third.
0: That's a oh, success. 14
1: <laughs>
0: 14.
5: Exactly. 15 exactly.
6: And then the fourth. Oh,
0: lordy. Oh, 21. 21. So wait, does that mean yeah. that all of them save yes. or only one? All of them save. All, all, are are
5: are okay. all of them save, okay. Do they not have this off? Oh, no, to and the them?
0: thing is, <laughs> as you conjure, to start <laughs> off our combat here, as you conjure these images... I need everybody to roll me initiative. Oh, Lord. And there is no surprise round.
2: Who said anything about combat? We were just... trees. was just trying to give... Uh, Maybe I assumed. These were just cats. Maybe I assumed.
0: (laughs) To be fair, I have not heard yet how these people on the barge reacted. That was a a jumping of the gun of mine right there. So, everybody roll me initiative. And we'll see you next week.